Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, today, from the perspective of the pocketbooks of Wisconsin residents, today's a real big day. It's the start of the sales tax holiday, and I'm glad you could join us to talk about it. How is this going to work? Well, that's great, yeah, and it's a super day. First time ever we've had a sales tax holiday. Started at 12.01 this morning, goes to the end of the day, end of business on Sunday, and it's all over the state of Wisconsin. And it's, we call it the back-to-school sales tax holiday, but it's really not only on back-to-school supplies, but a whole bunch more. So back-to-school supplies, everything from crayons, markers, papers, um, you, you name it, things that kids need to go back to school, anything $75 and under, completely free of state sales tax. But it's other things. It's clothing, not just kids' clothing, any clothing, but obviously a big part of it's for kids' uh, clothing. That uh, anything that's seventy-five dollars or less, <laughs> excuse my cough, seventy-five dollars or less. Um, so you could buy, you know, if you've got five, six shirts you're getting for kids or yourself. Any of those things, as long as they're under seventy-five dollars, qualify. Right, and, and it's then, per item, sure. Governor. Right, it's it's per item. It's not to- so. I mean, you, you can buy you you can buy five twenty-dollar shirts, for example, and, and you get exactly. the discount. Right. Yep, and then it's computers. It's any computers that are being used for personal use, so not a business purchase, but anything for personal use, seven hundred fifty dollars or less is tax-free, and any computer supplies, so the stuff you need for your computer, two hundred fifty dollars or less. All those things are tax-free through uh, the end of this Sunday, and uh, we think it's actually going to be a big boost. I, I was at stores today in Appleton. I was at stores yesterday around the state. Excuse my cough. I just think that it's going to be a big boost for merchants all over the state of Wisconsin, which will make us have an even bigger than expected surplus next year to do more to reduce the tax burden. and. Uh, fund our priorities. Well, Governor, let's talk a little bit about that. For people who, who might not be familiar with where the money came from or might have forgotten, where, where where is the money coming from? What's the source of the revenue to help underwrite this program? Yeah, great question, Jeff. So this is this and the child uh, sales tax rebate. Both of those things came about because Wisconsin this year had a larger than expected surplus. Uh, every year I've been in office, we've had a surplus. We went from a $3.6 billion budget deficit to surpluses. In the past year, this last budget, we put more money in the schools than ever before. And because of our reforms, that money actually goes into the classroom to improve the quality of education. We were still able to reduce property and income taxes and other taxes. In fact, to the end of this budget, will be $8 billion plus, actually more than $8 billion in tax relief for senior citizens, for working families, for small business owners, family farmers, and others. All the other things we've done, we still had a surplus uh, more than we anticipated. And so since it was after the start of the year, after the start of the fiscal year, um, we thought the easiest way was to send it back first in a rebate earlier in the summer and now in the sales tax rebate, which benefits parents, grandparents, family members, others out there. And it's just another example of how our reforms are working. Now, Governor, I, I know a lot of people still shop at brick-and-mortar stores, but, but people also shop online or, or they use the phone. This this applies, the same rules apply to online purchases and orders over the phone, right? If you're in Wisconsin and you make a purchase, this applies to you on all those items we talk about, no matter where or how you get it. Um, certainly we hope people are going to places that, that, that overwhelmingly going to places that that have a physical presence, that, that hire people. That's part of the reason why I've been touring around. But whether you buy it 
from an online vendor or in person, uh, you are eligible for the sales tax rebate as long as it's for the things we talked about. And again, for, for people who might just be hearing about this for the first time, we want to make sure folks know about it, and it runs from today. So it's going on now, and it runs through Sunday. Runs through Sunday, uh, 11.59. So if a store's open <laughs> that late, it was funny this morning I got, early this morning I woke up, and sure enough, there was an email from Kohl's, one of the many great retailers located and headquartered here in the state of Wisconsin, telling me, it's official. Wisconsin has a sales tax holiday for the first time. And you know what's neat, Jeff, about this is we set money aside for it, $14.8 million out of that surplus we talked about, larger than expected. But if you look at the pattern in other states, for example, Ohio, state of Ohio did this three years in a row, the same way we're doing it right now, which is one year, sunset, have to reevaluate, come back and pass it again. They did it three years in a row, and after three years this spring, uh, they came back and made it permanent because the first year it actually gained money and the subsequent years it broke even, uh, even though we count ours as though it's going to be a loss in, in revenues. We hope it will have the similar impact to what happened in Ohio, and that's because people came in from other states. So I sent out notices to the media in Chicago and Rockford and Dubuque and the Twin Cities and up in the UP to say, hey, come on into Wisconsin this week. Buy your clothes, buy your back-to-school items, buy your computers, sales tax-free. Because what we found in Ohio's experience is then those same people bought other things that went beyond just what was sales tax-free, and it actually uh, more than offset for the for the cost. So we think that will be a boost to our economy. We think it will be good for our retailers in long-term. It'll help us continue to lower taxes going into the next year and beyond. Well, yeah, I mean that just intuitively, Governor, that makes that makes sense to me. You're uh, you're out there, you're, you're shopping for your kids or whatever, and, and you buy the, the shirts or the pants that are all under seventy five dollars, and you see that sport coat that you like for yourself, or you see that dress or whatever, and, and maybe it's a hundred dollars or one hundred twenty five bucks. So you're going to get it at the same time. So you are making that purchase. That that just makes sense to me. Well, particularly, I, I laughed over the years. You know, Tonette and I obviously raised our family in Wauwatosa, so we'd come down to all sorts of different ethnic fests. And a lot of times when they when we were younger with the kids from family, particularly Festa Italiana, because my wife's Italian, uh, some friend of a friend of a family member would give us tickets for free. And I always used to joke, because people say, how do they make money if they're giving away free <laughs> tickets? They said, well, it's because we'll buy almost anything if we think we got some for free or for a good deal. And so people coming in, getting a deal on this, probably, like you said, are going to buy other things. Certainly those people coming in from other states, that's all new. You know, that's just gravy on, on top of everything else if we get people to come into the state. And uh, that will just help us further see our economy grow, uh, which will put us in a place where next year we'll probably have another big surplus and we'll be able to not only fund our priorities, but do even more to lower the burden on hardworking taxpayers in the state. Speaking about a big deal, of course, this is this is a political year. There, there's an election coming up in in November. One of, and I guess I, I admit honestly, I'm a little bit surprised that that one of the issues that is developing is that the state's solicitation of, of Foxconn. We, we've broken ground on this. I know you've got a number of, of ads that are coming out. Um, are, are you a little bit surprised that maybe people don't understand what I think are the obvious advantages of, of what's going on, you know, it, with the Foxconn deal? Well, I think the real surprise is that liberal Democrats who for years said they want a good-paying, family-supporting jobs uh, now are acting like it's the plague. Uh, these are uh, 13,000 jobs that will pay $53,875 $53, a year plus benefits, not to mention the thousands and thousands of other jobs 
not only within that region, but across the state. Nearly 10,000 construction workers, all the people who will be a part of businesses in the supply chain. Thus far, just with the first couple phases, you have businesses that employ people in 60 of the 72 counties. It will probably reach close to all 72 when all said and done. But the, the, the real issue here is that Democrats knew from day one this was the biggest economic development project in the history of the state of Wisconsin. And they have gone out of their way to try and undermine, confuse, and outright lie in some cases about the things going on with Foxconn. That's why we're running these ads. Uh, this is a big deal. This is 13,000 good-paying jobs. It's jobs beyond that. It's long-term sustainability. Uh, the, the thing that amazes me is when I hear people say that someone told them uh, some myth about what money they get, let me be absolutely clear. Foxconn has to earn their tax credits based on actual investment and job creation. No jobs and investment, no tax credits. Uh, they have more. They've already are ahead of that curve. There's already people being hired work being done, investments being made, and that's benefiting people all across the state of Wisconsin. And so what you're going to find, Jeff, is in this campaign between now and November, uh, we're not going to back down. Uh, if uh, if they point out something that's false, we're going to come back strong and get the facts out because the facts are on our side. More people are working in the state than ever before. And we don't want to go back. I don't want to go back to the days when I was worried my kids, Matt and Alex, would have to go to another state to pursue their career. I want to keep Wisconsin working for generations to come. You know, Governor, it's interesting, again, because the, the idea that Foxconn might only benefit a certain part of the state. I mean, true story, I, I was talking to somebody in a bar <laughs> within the last week or so, and it was it was him and a couple people who, who live in the northwest part of the state. They are now down here in southeastern Wisconsin because they are construction workers, and, and they're— yeah. They're working on the Fox, and the, and, and he's and I was actually talking to the guy, and he's saying, "Yeah, we we are down here. We are employed because of Foxconn, even though we live in the northwest part of the state." And, and he was thrilled. Yeah, Hoffman Construction is a great example. Black River Falls, they got tons of their guys. The other day, I was on site. I was there on the twenty sixth, which was a year to the date after we announced it uh, last summer. And it's amazing to think about any project, let alone one this big, has already been moving for quite some time. But there was 115 pieces of equipment. I mean, that's unheard of. That's unprecedented. That's like when you were a kid playing in the sandbox. That would be like having the sandbox full of cool pieces of equipment, and all of those were being worked with highly paid people who were doing a great job building one of the great new structures in the world right here in the state of Wisconsin. Mm. Governor, I know you got to go in a minute or two, but I, I want to I want to just kind of switch gears on a, on a tragic note. And, I, I, I you know, I know – of course, before you were the governor, you were the county executive in Milwaukee County. And I know, you know, as governor, unfortunately, you have had to attend funerals of, of law enforcement people. And I know that's the the what's going to be happening later on this afternoon. Your thoughts on the fallen Milwaukee police officer? Yeah, just an absolute hero. Uh, officer Michael Mahowski, uh, just everyone I talked to. I talked to his wife, Sue, uh, last week. I talked to his partner who's been in the service with them. Uh, of, of protecting and serving. I, I talked to the chief about him. I talked to a number of my friends in the Milwaukee Police Department about him. Uh, to a person, they said, this is this is the kind of officer you want. This is someone who's a servant leader. Um, I Like a lot of people, you probably did too, I, I watched the whole tape, nearly 20 minutes of him giving his testimony uh, at a Milwaukee church a few years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, just could not help but being impressed. Uh, you could see how that carried in the way that he treated people, how he interacted with people, even those that he had to arrest because they were doing bad things. 
Uh, he treated them uh, like decent human beings. And and uh, I know um, a lot of officers who at times were down and out, I'd hear about him helping them. Uh, just an incredible, tragic situation. But I think it's important to remember him as a hero, not just for how he died, but more importantly for how he lived. And I think it for, for those of us who are not in law enforcement, I think it also serves as a testament to the, the danger that the men and women in law enforcement put themselves in on, on a daily basis to uh, allow the rest of us to you know live a, a lawful life and be protected from the criminal element that's out there. Well, that's exactly right, and it's a constant reminder about that's why the last thing we need is to be letting people out sooner than their sentences because uh, this, this guy, the thug, uh, that committed this just egregious murder of this hero of a man, um, you know, is sadly like all too many people that are in the system. They've been in and out and in and out and in and out. And uh, we've got to make sure for the sake of not only our law enforcement, but for society as a whole, uh, that we keep those individuals uh, away uh, from uh, society uh, as long as necessary, according to the courts. Governor Scott Walker, thanks so much for joining us afternoon. Uh, me this afternoon. Thank we'll you, we'll talk soon. Take care.